0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Techcoms to-do list from Red Lorry, Yellow Lorry. My name is Martin Izzard and I'll be your host as we come up with some tips, tricks and advice for technology-driven marketing. With content continuing to play kind of a bigger role in uh, PR and communication strategies, um, it's increasingly becoming important to uh, produce content in the right way that says the right things um, that can really help you bolster your marketing. Today I'm going to be joined by fellow lorry Sam Pudwell. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, writing content for communications. Hello, Sam. How's it going? Good, thanks, Martin. How are you? I'm right. So we want to talk about um, how you kind of approach writing content for kind of PR, marketing, yep. communications. Um, why are you qualified to talk about this? Well, Who as a you?
1: as an internal content expert, <laughs> self styled content expert um i've uh, no, i have i spent some time as a as a journalist on the in the b2b tech world before coming over to the lorries yeah. um so about four years there for a couple of different publications uh, and then moved over to to pr as a as a content expert content uh, manager in a previous life and now at the same at the lorries yeah
0: so why why do you think that's the case now like the the traditional idea of a pr agency is taking a journalist out for lunch and having a of the bolly yeah the good old days why why do agencies like the lorries have content managers now
1: well mainly because content is just starting to play a a bigger role in in wider marketing and communications strategies um it's something that more and more companies are doing more and more brands are doing um mainly because it just extends beyond this media this initial media barrier Mm -hmm. that you know a lot of traditionally like you say a lot of brands are focused on um and it's more of a relationship thing with media but content can can go beyond that and take mm-hmm. it a step further you can use it in lots of different places with social media and everything um, you can break things up into different sections and use it to target different audiences yeah um, and just expand your reach and, and amplify amplify your message yeah
0: so i was talking to um i was talking to a marketing manager for a tech provider and he didn't want to use the word king when he said content is king right. but that kind kind of is the case when we're kind of talking about content for PR and kind of comms. What content are we actually talking about? All kinds of stuff. It can be whatever <laughs> you want it to be. It <laughs> could enormous. be almost. It could be a podcast. Couldn't it, it could be a podcast. <laughs> what a great idea! Yeah, people should do that more.
1: Um, it it can be loads of different things. It can be um, so. For example, a lot we've done some stuff um, recently with a couple of clients who have done an ebook, mm-hmm. um, which is a long form, more detailed, perhaps more technical piece of content. Yeah. And then from there you can you can host that online and use that for lead gen stuff. But yeah. then from that you can break it up into all kinds of different things. You can get press releases out of it. You can get blogs out of it. You can get social posts for yeah. Twitter, for LinkedIn. Um, and then you can what that means is you can put them all in all these different places and reach different segments of audiences, yeah. different types of people, and all drive them back to to this one ebook or to the company website or yeah. whatever it might be. So you can you can really put it. You know as far and wide as you want to yeah which is why content having that long form piece of content yeah
0: and then working down from there can be so effective so i think when when we kind of talk to our clients about you know producing content is not you know you're investing time and effort into you know researching something drafting something making sure everyone's happy with it yeah there's there's a lot more the legs are a lot longer in a in a long piece of content because you can use it in quite a few different ways right yeah absolutely yeah yeah you can
1: yeah a, a long-form piece of content like an ebook something can you know last year last year six months last year a year you can get different pieces of pieces out of that so rather than having one hit if you like with yeah. with one blog or whatever it is you can really stretch it out and, and like you say use it in lots of different places use mm-hmm. it lot for lots of different means um and get the most of it and get your money's worth from it yeah
0: so one of the things that we uh, tell our clients all of the time is that they have to kind of think editorially, mm. um, especially within kind of, I think, tech providers. There's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a, a trend where obviously, you know, if you're talking to kind of a, a product manager for someone that's been designing a product that does a particular thing for years, they want to talk about every button and every kind of <laughs> feature that it's got. Yeah. Uh, when we say talk editorially, what do we, what do we mean? in a nutshell, it's it's thinking about
1: what the journalist wants. It's about what they want rather than just what you want from an internal point of view. So, mm-hmm. I can remember press releases I got sent in the past where, you know, it would be something. It would be a product um, update, the, the smallest software update, yeah, um, or a very specific update, or it would be um, an internal hire or something, or a round of funding. And while there's perhaps a time for those kind of announcements yeah. at points, in general, most you know. Journalists, most media aren't going to be that interested in it. Yeah. Certainly not from a news point of view. Yeah. It might get a mention in a bigger mm-hmm. piece, perhaps, but from a from a pure news standpoint, in what journalists are looking for, it's just not gonna it's not gonna make the you know make the cut for them. Yeah. Um, so you need to be thinking about what they want and what their audience wants, because mm-hmm. that's ultimately they're the kind of pieces they're going to focus on. Yeah. They're going to want to write about. So that's how businesses have to think now.
0: So if I'm a if I'm Mr. Tech Provider and I've spent a year. Um, developing a new piece of software that makes everyone's jobs faster and easier mm-hmm. but you don't want your content to be self-serving what what is it then what uh how do you kind of talk about your products and your services without you know necessarily just listing features i think probably one of the, the easiest way to to think about it is just to
1: to focus on uh the pro- problem it solves um so like i say don't just talk about you know we've updated this piece of software yeah think about so what does that mean for the person who uses it? Why would someone who's reading about my company be interested in what this does? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what problem does it solve for them ultimately? Does it make, like you say, does it make their lives easier at work? Does it make, mean they can do their job easier, quicker? Yeah. Um, can they reach a wider audience if it's yeah. something marketing related? Yeah. Um, in a nutshell, what does it solve for them? What problem does it solve for them? And how would it make their lives easier at work? That's essentially what, what you're looking for because from a journalist's point of view, uh, writing about your company, that then provides some insight for readers. Yeah. And that's what they want. They want to be able to offer advice for their their audience base. Yeah. That's why people read newspapers and mm-hmm. go on publications. They want to yeah. learn something. Yeah. Um, so if you, when you're talking about your product, if you can highlight the problem it solves, mm-hmm. then people are gonna be interested in it.
0: Yeah. So we, uh, a few months back, just before um, a big trade show, um, we kind of did a bit of an audit with, um, a couple of kind of journalists that we know very well um, and kind of said to them or asked them what they wanted to see out of, especially with kind of trade show communications. You're a journalist, you're going to a trade show where there are literally thousands of, of people exhibiting and all of those people want you to write about them, right? Yeah. So we, we kind of did this bit of an order to say what do you actually want to hear about? Um, and product always came last, even the biggest products if it's kind of a you know a sellotape where the the word itself the brand itself has become the word, yeah. People still don't want to just hear about how sticky your sellotape is. I completely agree with that. That would yeah. I'd be right on the side of whoever journalist you spoke to there
1: because it's it's trade shows, especially the bigger trade yeah. shows. There are so many people there, and there's only you know so many times you can yeah. turn someone down because it's just another product that yeah. It gets
0: really annoying from a journalist's point of view. The thing that came up was very much what you said. You know, it's talking about what. Things it solves, kind of the industry challenges and stuff. And how how important are kind of customer testimonials, I guess, in kind of marketing and and re- writing content?
1: Yeah, they're really important. Um, perhaps more than anything, they can bring it to life. They can bring the technology to life because a mm. lot of you know a lot of B two B software, B two B technology, isn't the most exciting thing in the world. Some of it can be pretty dull. Um, to be totally honest about it, I think you know people would admit that not all of it is the sexiest, sexy AI stuff that yeah. a lot of companies are doing. Yeah. Um, so anything that can bring that to life um that can help journalists understand how it's being used why it's being used yeah. where it's being used and again what problems it's solving for a specific customer base yeah. or a specific um vertical can just make something so much more interesting mm-hmm. um even the drive things can be can be made interesting with with a real life application example yeah,
0: yeah.
1: um and that can often be the differentiator between um certainly when i was a journalist between talking to a company and, and not um, if yeah. someone doesn't have an interesting customer story or case study it you know it can be
0: a, it can be a deal breaker yeah um so you mentioned how sexy ai is mm-hmm. and it's definitely this year and i think it's it's going to carry on into next year everyone wants to be talking about ai yeah um if you walk the the floor of any trade show um you see these kind of these trends in technology like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Yeah. Um as a brand, when when do you start talking about that stuff? Everyone sticks it onto their their marketing collateral. But how much weight do you have to have behind you before you start, you know, including it in your content and stuff?
1: Yeah, I think with so much especially something like AI when there's so much noise. Yeah. Like say everyone is talking about it. So I think in many ways it, it, it could be it can be really worthwhile having it as almost like a secondary secondary yeah. trend if you like or a secondary point of contact for a, for a media point of view um so if you can because a lot of companies now just like you say it's plastered on everything without yeah. any real explanation of what it is how it works yeah um or how they're actually different. using it or how that's, they're using
0: that's it the, we <laughs> we kind of recently done a uh, kind of a, a, a small campaign with a client where they actually talked about clarifying what ai is and actually kind of we did some stuff around yeah you know ai versus Automation mm-hmm. and a lot of people, you know, are automating things and saying, "Oh well, it's intelligent. Yeah, and it's not real. So it's artificial intelligence." When actually, it's it's kind of yeah, automation, which absolutely has a place mm. and can be used very very effectively. But they wanted, you know, lots of people want to talk about AI because because that's what journalists yeah, want to hear about. Because it's the hot hot topic yeah. at the moment. The same is true for um for
1: blockchain at the moment. Yeah. people are slapping the word blockchain on their yeah. websites or marketing stuff without they don't even half the time they're not using blockchain. You yeah, know? they're not there may be some kind of link to, to some form of blockchain or something like it. But yeah. you know, it's not it might not be a central component of their product. Yeah. It's um it's just a, a marketing lever more than anything else. Yeah. Um and all those hot topics are the same, especially in tech. Tech industry loves a, a you know buzzword, yeah, yeah. word, a trending topic, um, you know, IoT, big data, AI, whatever it is. Um but t- so to differentiate yourself, I think more businesses now are probably Kind of figuring it out. A few of our clients we work with are starting to understand it that you have to come at it from maybe you know reverse engineer it a bit and come at it from again the problem side of how your product is helping mm-hmm. whoever, yeah, um, and that it's using AI to do that. So it's the business problem and then it's the technology mm-hmm. rather than just using AI or blockchain as a general marketing term. And then hoping everyone is suddenly like, "Oh, this is the next before. This is amazing. <laughs> it um, must. It must be good. It must be because, because it it's uses got AI. Some initials, yeah, maybe. exactly.
0: Um, so, when you're writing content, how do you kind of highlight the the kind of impact that it has on humans? I think with a lot of um, with a lot of tech marketing, I think people tend to forget that someone is using it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> there's the business benefits, and it's you know, it's the things that make. Um, the CEO happy because everyone's running a little bit more efficiently. Yeah, how do you highlight the the human that's actually using whatever piece of technology it is? Um, is that important? Do you think when you're writing content? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, it's it's one of the one of the key things I'd say from writing any piece of content. It doesn't matter if it's a long form piece like an ebook or something shorter like a blog. I think making it relatable from a human point of view um, is is so important. That's with especially again with just so much noise and so much stuff out there for people to wade through um being able to highlight how it impacts them on a on a personal level it's not just about you know the the raw business side of everything it's about it's about how it makes their lives easier really Mm -hmm. um it's a bit of a cliche but like you said they're you know businesses are selling to humans no matter what industry they're in they're selling to people it's people that buy into a technology whether it's the latest apple phone or it's uber or whatever it is if you don't have people, you don't have business. Um, so if, if your content is stale, if it's robotic, if it doesn't get through to that human level and, and make an emotional connection with people, mm-hmm. you're gonna struggle because no one is interested in reading that kind of stuff. Yeah, And you know, in every walk of life, we look for stories that impact us some way or that we can connect with. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of businesses can lose sight of that when they're doing their marketing and you know communication content because it's it's almost you know we get it out just to get it out there and tick a box kind of thing. Yeah. Um, for if it's a product update or whatever, it's it's out there, kind of job done. But getting across that human element, um, talking like a human, adding some humour maybe into something that you do, yeah, um, can go such a such a long way to to breaking through and, and appealing to people.
0: And I want to ask you a little bit about opinions as well okay so we can find that lots of kind of technology uh providers don't don't necessarily want to be seen to have an opinion Mm -hmm. on something having an opinion on this is you know this is the technology that is going to bring the most benefit compared to other technologies yeah as a journalist with your journalist hat on if someone came to you and said we think doing it this way is wrong Mm -hmm this is and it's not necessarily just because it's self-serving and and the other way of doing things is their technology but do journalists kind of value an opinion of someone being quite clear-cut to say this is you know this is what we actually think could be wrong might not be but this is this is what we think yeah i, I think so absolutely yeah why not why not have a
1: strong opinion on something um certainly i would i would always have have listened to a company that actually has an opinion rather yeah. than is middle of the road yeah you know it doesn't really go either way i think there's again there's there's journalists being bombarded with with um news and with content and with you know everything from so many different angles you want something that stands out a bit that has one sway or the other takes a definite stance on yeah. something otherwise it's you know the same old stuff really a lot of mm-hmm. it'd be easy for a company to to not have a strong opinion um and to sit on the fence and maybe take the lead from whatever the biggest player in their industry yeah, is doing yeah. for example Um, and that'd be a safe option and a lot of people do it and there might be time for it at points depending on you know what the area is yeah yeah of course but for something like technology where it changes so quickly where there's so many different ways you can use anything from ai to machine learning you know it's not it's not a one size fits all thing there's so many different ways you can use it Um, and blockchain is becoming that's becoming more apparent in blockchain as well um i say why not have an uh, have an opinion on something maybe try not to to um annoy too many people while you're doing it or don't do it just just for effect yeah um, not just for effect there's got to be a reason behind it yeah um or something you can back it up with yeah but yeah why not have an opinion i think the more opinions
0: you can have the better cool right so um if we are to add a couple of things to a to-do list for um a technology kind of marketer when you're looking at writing content what are your your top should we say top four things to to bear in mind or or to do when when you're writing content top four things right okay i think number one you've got to firstly remember the
1: importance of content yeah um it shouldn't be overlooked it would be easy to to do so i think because there's there's a lot going on lots of different avenues for everything but overlooking the importance of quality content i think would be a mistake for for any business no matter what the industry is number two um you've got to keep it editorially focused you've got to think about what it is the end user wants to read about mm-hmm. because that will then feed back to what the journalists will want to write about which will get you coverage so think about it from an editorial point of view rather than just an internal marketing point of view yeah number three um, I'd say don't just focus on the product focus on the problems it solves for people for the end users um, don't just churn out um, product announcements and internal things that you think will be interesting to everyone else just mm-hmm. because they're interesting for you because chances are they probably won't yeah so focus on the problem itself. and finally number four remember to to highlight the human impact of everything think about why it will appeal to people why will yeah. someone want to read about your latest product yeah how would it make their lives easier um what's the kind of emotional connection there mm-hmm. with them um, and then work backwards from
0: that so that would be my top four cool that's very concise <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect so um, that is Mr Sam Pudwell uh, so Sam is the content manager uh, for the lorries yep. uh, working with uh, lots of our clients to uh, to create the most engaging content possible absolutely <laughs> um, thank you very much Sam no cheers mate <laughs> I think that is everything Uh, so with that I want to say thank you to Sam for joining me and thank you for listening. If you think that Red Lorry Yellow Lorry can help you uh, support your PR and communication strategies uh, just get in touch we'd love to hear from you Um, you can drop us an email on hello at rlyl.com or head to rlyl.com for some more information thank you very much and I'll see you next time